0: Shooting the gap with Ryan and Gomizov. You're recording. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
0: was a terrible intro. It was a terrible oh. intro. I'm gonna give, let's give a dead air a second so Doug can edit this shit out, and then we'll start with you. Oh, I would just keep going. let go. All right, welcome to Shooting the Gap. I'm Ryan. With me, as always, is Gonzo. I'm Gonzo. <laughs> so. And uh, today, uh, I guess I'm drinking a uh, Sam Adams uh, Summer Ale, I guess, in a can.
1: Uh, I, I have guess. a ninety shilling local brewery. Odell's up in Fort Collins. Fort Collins sucks, but this is a good beer.
0: And uh, I don't, I don't typically support East Coast anything, but you know, what the hell? Sam Adams makes good shit. Wait, okay. get East Coast. <laughs> Uh, we're going to start out, uh, I guess, a few topics today. We're going to try and get to uh, talk about the Nuggets, maybe get to the NBA Finals. Um, and then we have just, to talk about the different we have, to, we have to talk about the Broncos-Ravens game, because that was, that was terrible. That was... Is that alright with you? That's alright with that me, game. but I, I will promise you this
1: right now, that we will never start with the Nuggets ever again. <laughs> this is just, like, strictly what we're going through right now, that we have to start with the fucking Nuggets. I promise you, this is not <clears> going to be something we start with the Nuggets all the time. But here
0: we go, Nuggets. No. Ryan, what are your thoughts on the Nuggets' situation right now? My thoughts on the Denver Nuggets' situation: Well, we just got rid of probably uh, one of the best coaches the Nuggets have ever had. I don't know if you uh, like our are, are George Carl fan. I don't know you are not really you are not really a Denver Nuggets fan, so that's I mean, well, that's, it's, that's it's very true.
1: I am not a Nuggets fan, but I was a George Carl fan. I was, and it, it it almost made me a Nuggets fan. Almost there was there was times where I was like, "Go Nuggets."
0: Just times. Thing. Just times. Just times. Just times. Well, and, and Masai Jury's gone. Yeah, well, that hurts and, my feelings. Well, that's that's good, because I thought he was a hell of a GM, and I think Toronto thinks the same thing, too. Well, they wanted
1: him back <coughs> and then didn't really do anything about it, and we have Tim Connolly now is our GM, and his first action as GM was to hire Brian Shaw, who has been f- fucking interviewed for nine head coaching jobs. Who hires a guy that got fucking interviewed nine times and never got to get the job? But the Nuggets did. Like, oh, it's fine. The the Nets, they tried to interview. The fucking Lakers interviewed you. The Clippers interviewed you. All these people interviewed you and said no.
0: But we decided to make Brian Shaw our head coach. Well, I mean, you got to start somewhere. You don't have, you you, you have your typical coaching carousel in the, in the uh, NBA and you know, I mean, you, do you want to do you want to use another retread on the on the Nuggets just so you can you know try and take advantage of the the young talent that the team has, or you know, is that even is that even possible? Is is Brian Shaw the you know is he is, is, is he the fresh young new voice that the young new players need? Or he is might have he... been the fresh
1: young voice like six years ago, but since this has happened for quite some time, I think the fresh young voice has been well past. That's why the old voice might have been good. You know, I don't blame that guy for Gallinari hurting his, his knee and getting hurt right before the playoffs started. I don't blame him for fucking... I forgot his name. That point guard, that dude from North Carolina. I'm a Duke fan, so I don't really talk about the Tar Heels that much. So when I have to talk about that dude... It hurts my feelings, but he is our point guard, and he goes right to the middle. You're talking about Ty Lawson. Well, who else would be talking about? Ty Lawson, <laughs> who are you talking about? Ty Lawson, of course. Ty he Lawson. does nothing but get to the middle and kick out to who? We don't have jump shot shooters. We don't have any of that. We had a guy that could slash to the basket in Andre Iguodala, and now he decided to go play somewhere else. So Said after this went down, he didn't want to even be here.
0: Now, now, at the end of the year, though, Ty Lawson was probably a – I mean, he was playing like a top five point guard. And then, yeah, I mean, he was in the second half. It was mm-hmm. it was in the second half of the season, but he's kind of starting to I don't know, make the team his almost until he got that ankle injury late in the year. I mean, is are, are the Nuggets a better team with Ty Lawson? Is is are the Nuggets able to build around a player like Ty Lawson? Or absolutely not? And then I look at the free agency draft that just has happened, and it's still.
1: Wide open. And you think about guys like Chauncey Billups who made a a name for himself here. He's a homegrown boy. Did his whole deal. He's as Denver as as apple pie is to America. That is what Chauncey Billups is to Denver. And instead of coming here, he decided to go play with Detroit. Do his own thing. Didn't want to come back here. I don't think he felt that this was a good spot to go. Especially after our new GM drafted J.J. Hickson.
0: Three years. 15 million. Signed free agent Hickson. For three years for fifteen million, he was he was now he was averaging double double last season. Kind
1: of, I mean that's that's a skewed kind of kind of stat because he was averaging double doubles, but none of them were assists. And eleven to twelve points a game is not that much for a guard when you replace a guy like Aguadala. <laughs> that's what I assume was why he was brought over here. I didn't think he was brought for any other reason but to replace Aguadala.
0: Now. Well, I, I I think they were trying to sign Iwadal. I think that was it was the Mo, Monte Ellis sounded more like the 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 free agent they were after. Now they, they Monte Ellis is going to Dallas for three years, I uh, believe twenty five mil. Right around twenty five. Around twenty five. Uh, Monte Ellis is signed. That was that was a uh, their second. I guess their Plan B. So their plan B—that's—that sounds the like the Nuggets. So that sounds like
1: the Nuggets. Plan B
0: always. Now is, now is—is is this Josh Kroenke? Is this that's—is is the way the Nuggets are are going down right now? Is this Josh Kroenke, being the Montfords? Is he doing? Is he taking a, a business style that the Momfords use? Out in LA, where he. Well, the, the Monfords, the owners of the of the Colorado Rockies, oh, are they are gosh. they putting out a a,
1: a team that a will make money? team that it?
0: will make money, win some, win you some exciting games, but in the end, they're not they're not going to be championship material. Is I that, think so. I absolutely think so. I is, think they get is, back to where the Nuggets make me feel
1: comfortable. Mediocre, in the middle of the pack. That's about it.
0: Well, the the good gron- young
1: talent that won't do anything, even when there is top-notch talent, we will find a way to lose and blame it on the coach.
0: Yeah, well, and the Gronkies have been praised as guys who love their basketball, but ironically, Stan Gronky is you know, majority owner of the St. Louis Rams, so... You know how much investment is the family really in basketball and how much is it in the business I mean you've seen the decline of uh, Colorado Avalanche lately you've seen the decline of Denver Nuggets lately and very true they went from the Western Conference Finals to the worst team in the Western Conference I mean in you number look one at, overall you look at the Colorado Rockies if everybody's following this business model the, you're talking about teams that went to conference finals Within and their respective sport. Within absolutely. their sports. And, and now they're, you know, bottom feeders, mediocre. They're Middle of the pack. Well, I think that's, somebody There's somebody you can root for, but, you know, somebody you know isn't going to really get you anything.
1: I really believe that that's what it comes down to and what I've always thought about the Nuggets. And you know this. We've been friends for a long time. The Nuggets are a mediocre organization. They don't mind being a mediocre organization. They do not mind... <clears throat> bumping up every now and then like oh wow this is gonna be a good team and then get everyone behind them then just psh, 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 slowly disable the team through and through. That has happened time and time again. You've been there. I'm gonna talk about Antonio McDice <clears throat> being traded twice. I'm gonna talk about the Kimmy Butumbo being traded. I want to talk about even a guy like not even being even a guy like be, Marcus Camby being traded. That was let, defensive player of the year and they let those guys go in order to rebuild and never bring in that same presence that they got rid of. That is why I, this is the end of the Nuggets. Not the end. This is where we go back to mediocrity. We become mediocrity. A, a mid-level team, which we are suitable in being. And this town doesn't care. We're from Denver. <clears throat> this town doesn't care. They're good with it. They will get on board when they're good. But who cares when they're when they're bad? It, it's not the same kind of feel. It's because they're no one a Bron- gets upset about a
0: Broncos it. town. So you're not going to get. I mean, people aren't going to get excited unless the team is almost contender worthy I mean they have to be a you know at least considered nationally a top contender before people even care enough to to go to games I mean the, the well, Pepsi Center Pepsi Center is empty for yep. part of every year all the time because, of everybody's, everybody as well. because why because people are people want their they want their football you know it's, the stadium's going to be empty on Sunday it's going to be empty on a Monday night and that's just and that's why where we're at that, that's what's happening that is what's going to continue to
1: happen with this team. I appreciate Nuggets fans. They are some of the happiest morons I've ever talked to in my whole life. <laughs> they they make no sense. They follow dumb shit. They don't care. They say some of the dumbest things I've ever heard. I've been escorted out of a Nuggets game because they were taunting the, the Latrell's free ball. And all I said was, don't don't taunt him. He's going to hit shots. And then what did he do? He scored 38. You were there Thank next you. to me. You were there, and when I'm getting taunted, the whole I'm walking up. People want to throw stuff at me. Said, well, don't make fun of him. He's going to hit shots because you don't have a guy that can do that. Yeah. We don't have that guy. We don't. We do, J. J. And what do we go do? JJ Hickson, JJ Hickson.
0: We signed. J. Denny J. Foy. No, I haven't heard. If, Foy? I haven't heard anything about JJ Redick. Is he still? If if JJ Redick is on the team, we're both Duke guys. We got a little love for him, but he hasn't been a star talent in the league. I, but but I somebody that, that if you if you put him in, uh, you know, opposite Ty Lawson, is that. Is that an outside shooting presence that the Nuggets need to? Well, think Randy, about is Randy Foy the, No, not at all. The, not at all. The guy to come in. Not at
1: all. Think about think about six months ago what we were talking about as far as what the <clears> Nuggets <throat> needed, and we were thinking about maybe a shooter. And at mm-hmm. that time, keeping Gallo in the mix, keeping Iguodala on the edge, coming through slashing, doing what he does, that would have been a perfect time to have a guy like JJ Redick on the outside, no. because all he needs to do <clears> is post <throat> up. Not post up. I use that incorrectly. He needs a spot up. Get out at the, at the three point line and find his shot, which he can, because if he's open, he's fifty percent at least. And you at remember least,
0: you remember when when that when that when we were going into the playoffs, what I said when the Nuggets were going to the playoffs, what I had said was the Nuggets need a shoot some they need a shooter. And what I heard from everybody on the radio was they needed a defender, they needed a defender. And they had a defender the whole time. All they had to do was just put Iwadala on Steph Curry and he was giving them fits and you know what I guess just if that's if that's all you got to do and that's fine i mean we you know they shot lights out in the series but you know when it came down to it at the end of the game every game when you're losing by two or three points and you you shot you know 68% from the free throw from the shooting, free throw line you're shooting excuse me you're shooting you know 45 below 45% from the, you know, field goal, you're, it's not—it's not, it's not gonna—it's not gonna amount to wins, and you're not gonna beat—I don't know—you're not gonna beat any team in this league shooting like that. And it seemed to me like you're really not gonna there be no team there, was no there was no offensive. There was no offensive game plan. For it, the, for and the it, and,
1: it, team. and really kind of watching that series and watching the demise of that series was almost transplanting back a few years ago when it was just one-on-one type deal when it was Carmelo running the deal, Marcus Camby was posting up at. The the baseline, right by the three-point line, throwing up a shot. Um, you know, Jr. Smith coming off, doing his thing. Andre Miller trying to create a shot on his own. There was no fluidity to offense. Period. There was none. No offensive calls. George Carl's timeouts were a little bit off, but what was he to do with that team? I mean, that it got it got broke down when Gallo hurt his knee, and that's really where it goes. Because I believe we win that series, we lose the next one, we will lose the next but one. You think but we, we win? Get through that series with Gallinari. You nugg-
0: think the Nuggets win with Gallinari? I really do believe that. Is is he? Does he shoot down? Is he consistent enough shooter for you? To I mean, I mean, we needed a shooter, and that was clear. Is he? But is he any more consistent than, um, you know, Corey Brewer or? Yes, he is or, because he's on
1: the court more and he makes more plays.
0: I mean, I Corey know he's, he's definitely a better. He's def. He's definitely a better. Uh, Corey Brewer is an opportunity shooter. Mm-hmm. He, he takes his shots when you. When you give them when him you, when he gives them up when he's when he's open and he can take them. Um, I think the Nuggets are missing a lot this year from guys hitting wide open shots. I think the uh, uh, they didn't look like the team. You know, they had all the George Carl look—a team of, of guys who could, you know, run to the basket, make plays, get rebounds, run up and down the court. But they didn't look—they didn't look like a team that they thought they were going to win anything going in there. There was no. no they, they
1: seemed timid. They really did. They won the first game and I remember talking to you about that. We talked to several people and we thought that that was the worst game they would possibly play. I think uh, Miller put about twenty seven up that game.
0: Well and we thought, and came we back thought and, that was the best Golden State could play.
1: Absolutely until until you know, the next game. Until Curry just went off and started hitting everything without even looking. I mean you can't you can't <clears throat> you can't D that up. You can't D that up. What that team could have done at that point was have a Gallinari there. Which would not count defensively, it would have counted offensively. It would have put more of the pressure on them because he is that, that three man that comes off the edge, that can dunk, that can lay it up, that can draw a foul, and can also shoot an outside jumper. Whether it's consistent or not, that's that's the NBA. Who, su- who shoots well, jump shots consistent anymore in the NBA? Very statistically, little people
0: do. Statistically speaking, if you just use the numbers, if you use the raw numbers, uh, Wilson Chandler... Was as good a shooter as Gallinari was all season,
1: but not in the playoffs.
0: Not what there was no way it, there was no way to actually have any kind of evidence for. Um, there was no way to have any kind of evidence that, that would suggest you know Gallinari would have been you know just as good or better or you know and I, I, I don't know I don't know. Well, that you're right Carl, about that. I don't know that George right Carl that. ever actually trusted Gallinari. To do anything, and I mean, we inherited the Knicks. We pretty much inherited the, mix, okay? And the Knicks, okay? We did, inherited and we, and we nuggets, also had and George was... Carl.
1: And, and you think about the George Carl teams, think about the early 90s when he was at the Sonics, mm-hmm. that was run by Gary Payton, Hall mm-hmm. of Famer, one of the better point guards of all time. Mm-hmm. Then you got to go to Milwaukee when he had. Well, Sean Kemp's there, Kendall Gill, Shrimp, that was a quality starting lineup. When you right. start with that team, that is a Gary Payton team. One of the best point guards that there ever was to play the game. And he ran that court. He made shit happen. He did that. Then you go to Milwaukee. When he took Milwaukee with Ray Allen, because that's where Ray Allen was drafted, was Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Do that correctly with a quality squad, a good point guard. Sam Cassell was on that team. And he we was. know Sam Cassell is a, is a he scorer. Was. He's a disher. He makes things happen. Mm-hmm. That is where... They do their deal. So what I really come down to, as far as the Nuggets go to, is that we are venturing into mediocrity, we fired the wrong coach, we're signing the wrong people, and we are stuck in the same deal again, think, about 10 years ago, before we picked up Melo. We are going back to 20 and 62, 18 and 64. We are going to those records. Is it That is where we're going to right now. And
0: if we're heading that way, are we heading that way because, because they're... I don't know, I'm am not going to say going cheap or going in experience. Is is it the talent isn't is did George Carl milk all the talent? I think George Carl absolutely nuggets? did. And to really Brian do. Shaw. No way. Brian Shaw no way. you're not in any way you're He's he thought.
1: was interviewed for nine head coaching jobs before we hired him. He was told no by nine different organizations that he could not be the head coach. And then all of a sudden we say yes, come coach. You don't have a big man. You don't have a shooter. Mm-hmm. Your point guard is five ten. I'm taller than that dude. I've met him. I'm taller than that guy. He cannot get into the lane the way that he could when he was playing in North Carolina, going against those type of players. It is, it is milked out. We really did. We had that. The best run for us would have been to keep him one more time, add someone else to the uh, add someone else to the list. I bet Iguodala would have stayed if they'd have kept Carl. I bet we'd have thrown whatever Absolutely. at him, and he would have stick around. Mm-hmm. Then, then, then it changed it up a little bit. It really does. But since you, it starts with getting rid of him. It starts with. Continues with Iguodala going. Chauncey Billups going to fucking Detroit. Danny Foy was a great point guard at Villanova. Villanova was awesome in like 1983. <laughs> so like, whoa, Danny Foy, bring it on, dude. Oh, I can't fucking wait. I, I think that we are on our way back to nothingness. We are going to be mediocre basketball, which makes me feel comfortable. <laughs>
0: Well, that's fabulous. That would be the change of subject. I think I think we're gonna have to uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to move on because uh, that's kind of depressing, and I don't want to talk about that anymore. He's a no fan. And that's too sad. That's too sad for me. So uh, I like basketball
1: players. I don't like basketball teams. And I'm ruggedly handsome. Ruggedly handsome. Every day. It's hot in here. <laughs> There's no AC in here. What's up next, Ryan? Next up, next. How's your beer five? doing? My, my beer's a little warm, but I it's a little warm. It. You got that? It your house is a little me. warm right now. We're, we're doing this at Ryan's living room right now, I and mean, it's fucking hot in here. How you doing, Doug? I'm good. Are you hot?
0: I'm a little hot. Doug's a little hot. Right, we, got a, we got a, you know, regular top five here, I guess, is what. Uh, you know
1: what? I'm really going like to cut that. you off. I'm going to do my top five first i you're decided to often do your top 5. I you're going to hate
0: yeah. my top 5. It doesn't matter what I say. Oh, I mean, well, let's we're friends. We'll see. You that's might like it. There's some people it's you like on possible. it. It's, it's quite there's possible. There's people you like on it.
1: It's quite possible. I'm going to do top 5 point cards in NBA history. This is just a dry run. We're we're doing this. Number 5, John Stockton. And I put him there because fuck Number John five. Stockton. Number
0: four. <laughs> that's why. Shut your face. <laughs> All-time assist leader? That's, okay. that's, that's a
1: skewed stat like oh, baseball. Here we go. It's a skewed stat. Here we number go. four, Mark Jackson. You know why? Because he played on tougher teams and made more happen with lesser teams. Okay. That's where I put him. I number three, Bob Cousy. Because tell me that Bob Cousy is not one of the best point cards of all time. I will disagree with you. Number two, Oscar Robertson. I mean, come on now. The big O. He's got a nickname. The big O. Oscar Robertson. Retired his number at Cincinnati. 57 to 60 one of the best players of all time, Oscar Robinson. And then number one, you have to agree with that. Magic Johnson is the best point guard of all time. There's oh there's God. no I argument have there. No argument for that. No argument one. there. None. That's, I want to hear
0: your top five because I'm I, interested. If I'm putting if I'm putting any but I'm, I'm putting Stockton number two. Really? Man. Over Cousie and over Oscar Robertson. Yeah.
1: The big O. Yeah. Nice. They won titles. That's, that's Stockton you know played in Utah.
0: You know what? Marino didn't win titles, so I wouldn't put him top two? that
1: means nothing to me that's incorrect in my opinion so let's go ahead and number three
0: my number five. five my number top five top five top five who's your five
1: one, two, three, four, five.
0: Top five greatest African-American black athletes. Oh, we're going we're prefer, going that. Oh, okay. Whatever okay. you prefer. Athletes. Okay, okay. This means, you, okay. know, you know, not just. just so you're not going to even critique.
1: You're not going to even go like a different list than what I just threw up. You're just going to continue on because you don't want to even argue with me. Uh, because that's that seems futile, I think. <laughs> very I like that. We should continue that. That should be a regular <laughs> statement on this
0: podcast. Seems very futile. Number five, Bo Jackson. Okay. I, I I knew you would not I knew you would like it but you wouldn't like it right away. I love Bo. I but top you
1: know, five all time
0: African American athletes. No he Bo actually he he made it on uh, several other top top greatest athletes list. Well, yeah. I don't give a fuck what anyone else says. I'm just listening to what you're saying. <laughs> well that's what I'm saying. So number four is Michael Jordan. Number four is Michael Jordan. Four. Okay. Okay. Number three, Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Really? Number okay. two, Jesse Owens. Oh oh. Okay, who's number one? Muhammad Ali.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come right back. I'm gonna give my own top five on that because this is, this is silly to me. Number five, Michael Jordan. Easy, because he's the best alley that we got to see in
0: our generation, in my opinion. Uh, number four, Jim Brown. Uh, Jim you know, Brown. I wanted to put Jim Brown on the list, I wanted to put Jim Brown over Bo, but Bo was two sport athlete. Over Bo, I, I, home run and touchdown same day. I think about, I think home about home run about, touchdown same day. What
1: whoop- did he do? I think what about, did you, did you know, no, I think about timing. It. I think about timing I think about being A black athlete In a time when you Weren't supposed to be one That's what I think about I think number three Jesse Owens Absolutely Uh, Jesse Owens ran Against Nazis And I would run Against Nazis Fuck those guys I would run from Nazis too I'd run at them I'd run at them (laughs) Angry and pissed Number two Jackie Robinson Even though he wasn't The first Black man to play Baseball. He was That's the first true. one to sign a contract. That's he was true. the first one to go through the whole deal on a regular basis. And number one's Muhammad Ali. I, I really the don't think we Muhammad ever.
0: Thank
1: you. I don't think we ever had a different opinion on that. Muhammad Ali did so many things. He was the first rapper. He was the first guy to to dodge the draft and say Viet Cong never called me. No word I can't say on the podcast. So <laughs> not on I, the bacon I, I really, network. I really not on the bacon network. B A C N. On the on the four letter network, you can say that all you want because they're all good. They're in Pennsylvania, but out here. We don't say those words because we're respectful. But yes, I would say Muhammad Ali is the number one athlete as far as African-Americans. At least we We got got something right there. You you can't deny that. He was taking a a title from him for not going to a stupid war. I mean, that's pretty commendable. John Wayne went to war for press. Elvis went to war just to have him take pictures of him. And like, oh, Elvis is awesome, man. But I don't really think that he is. I think that Muhammad Ali is way cooler than Elvis. How you doing, Doug? I'm good. A little bit more out of you right now. Huh? Give me some love, Doug. Doug
0: Nigber. That's my. That's my Nigbur. boy <laughs> Let's move on. Let's let's do that. That sounds much better. This one's or gonna is get. Gonna this move one's move on. gonna get a little, heated. Get a little heated. You're gonna get a little upset. A little, upset. a little heated here. I'm already upset no, about this a, whole topic. It's 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 the NBA Finals. LeBron gets a second ring. <sighs> Sagan's his third ring. Terrible, terrible person. I like Wade. I always like Wade. Always I liked him liked since Marquette.
1: Wade. You know, he was a, he was a good player. He was the one that you wanted to get drafted over Anthony, over LeBron. You know, he's the guy that went to college basketball, went and you know, sold his wild oats. He he got knocked down, he got up again. You know, Unless you're Detroit, stuff. you are Detroit,
0: then that. you want a tall white guy. Well, that's not yeah, fair because the reason guy. Detroit
1: drafted that big tall white boy, they did because the Denver they had, gets paid him. No, because they had Tayshawn Prince money. and had just won an, a fucking NBA title. Tayshawn Prince was a great small forward, six eleven, rebounds, plays defense. Neither of those Carmelo Anthony does to this day. That's Shoots true. a three, drives the ball, does stuff that Carmelo doesn't do. Carmelo is an offensive player. Well, we can look. At, we can can only look. The look at, we can
0: only look at Carmelo retrospectively now. But you you know. The prospect. I mean, he took Syracuse to a national title pretty much by himself. Oh, McNamara was on that team, and McNamara was a, was I, an All American twice. I, I understand. He that, was. But and he, he had good I mean, teams. We all but without without Melos that team winning a national title. Uh, well, that's not fair, but it's correct. I mean, it's
1: true. That's, that's it's true, but it's not fair. I mean, but that's, it's, it's, it's that's not, saying it's no fault of anybody else. But that's I mean, saying that that the, the, the let's say uh, okay, let's let's go on saying that Kentucky you know, Kentucky doesn't win that national title without Davis. It's true. Okay. okay. Well, do they don't? But that that's like that's not fair. Okay. What what is fair is that that was a, a full team and Mello was the least part of that except for his point and what he did. He was not like a rah rah teammate. He was a freshman. He was there no. for half a year.
0: No, and he did he was, that.
1: That's all he did. He was there to score, and he he was a prolific scorer. He college. scored huge. And McNamara was playing point, hitting threes, dishing out left and right, making plays for that guy, dishing, getting into the lane. I mean, think about that. Go back. I mean, that that's that's where it comes down to. Well, it really does. Melo has done everything he did in college for that one season. He has done in the pros the same the same time and wanting respect, wanting attention. Please pay attention to me. I'm not Wade. I'm not. Even LeBron hadn't won shit at that point. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't even be compared to him. And LeBron was playing on a subpar team with better talent.
0: Well, I mean, not to get too far off topic here, because we're going to try and talk about the uh, NBA oh. Finals a little bit. Which, <sighs> I mean, my two favorite teams, of course, were in it: the Heat and the Spurs. Those are his favorite teams. Those he loves totally them. To my death. favorite teams. He's not joking at all. I, I couldn't be happy more knowing that at least one of them was going to lose the series. I got to tell but, you. But but which
1: I one know, did you want to? Yeah. Which one did you want to win? Honestly, I, I
0: don't. I, you know, I, if, you a, to stab, a if you a had to stab, you had to stab yourself, over what team would it be? You know, the only reason I wanted the Heat to lose is because I know they're capable of winning a lot more titles, and I knew that this year would have been the last year for the San Antonio Spurs. Now the San Antonio Spurs burned my nugs a lot. Oh, they did burn his nugs. I seen it. It was all singy. It was very many times. It was times, a singy burning of times. nugs. Many times, Stingy okay, price. a lot of times, loses a lot of games to the Spurs. A lot of games, sweeps series. Early two thousands, not a fan of the Spurs. Okay, just not. But, but here at the end, uh, you know, I got I got a ton of respect for Tim Duncan.
1: I do too. His last two and, games in that finals and were he was, some of his best he was, ever.
0: He, I mean, he played, he played, he was playing his ass off. Well, what and about I wanted, th- you know, Tim Duncan is never brought up as one of the great players in this league. And I think it's because I mean he, he's talked about as a great player. I'm not. Don't get me wrong, but he's not talked about as you know. Everybody goes LeBron and Wade and blah 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 and all the and on and on and on about all these other guys out there. Nobody says anything about Tim Duncan, I and mean, all he does is come in every day and throw up triple doubles, double doubles, twenty ten and and five, night in, night, night out, night in and night out. That's all
1: he does. Well, I think you're right about that. Like, let alone like five years ago. <clears throat> 10 years ago when he was considered the best player in the game because he was for quite some time and and go on some other tangent about that if 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 and I hate ifs you know me but I have to put it out there if the Spurs would have won that series if the Spurs would have won last series or last year when they should have won as well because they were a better team last year mm-hmm. They lost. he would have had 5 rings that's the 5 that matches Kobe Mhm. He's a better player than Kobe. He means more to the NBA than Kobe Bryant does. He has done more on his own than Kobe Bryant ever did.
0: I think he Kobe Bryant
1: played with Shaq. Kobe Bryant Mm -hmm. played with Pau Gasol. And also had the refs win him a fucking series against Boston in fucking 2009, which I'm going to stop talking (laughs) about now.
0: (laughs) See, I... I can't say... Because they don't play the same position. It's hard for me to get on board with... With with who's better over, overall as a player which one would you rather have I think if if you got Tim Duncan and I got Kobe Bryant I would be just as happy so I think we'd both be happy I mean so I mean, but the, the point is is that he was you know I wanted the Spurs to win that only so that he so that Tim Duncan is mentioned in the name of the great coaches in the name of you know the, the I mean or coaches the players it's it's Popovich is always named as you know a great coach. Everybody he respects. Everybody re- everybody respects, it, and he is a good coach. He is a great coach. Everybody respects and admires him. But, but nobody let's, let's mentions. With- everybody mentions Popovich as the reason why this team excels the way it does. And I think I think his game plans and his strategy throughout the season. I think they work really well. But I think they work really well because he has great players like Tony Parker. He has mm-hmm. good players. I mean, good team players. But then let's, Guys get, like let's, get, back series, then. let's get back to that their, series Let's get back to that series. They're a coach on, on the
1: court. Back to that series, as we were talking about. Popovich made uncharacteristic coaching errors. Ginobili handing the ball way too much in the end. Parker on the bench while he's dribbling around. Fucking making errors the whole time. Turnovers constantly. Not doing the right thing, and let's go ahead and talk about average team. The Cavs that LeBron James played for three years before were the same as the Heat minus an aging Dwayne Wade who had two good games. Two good games. Besides that, he was absent, just like Ginobili was. Now, just Ginobili, like Ginobili was.
0: showed up for one game in the series, pretty much one of the
1: best games he's ever
0: played, and which he was, played lights it out,
1: fooled everybody, it he fooled played everybody. lights
0: out, but. Why was it it seemed like every game one of the Spurs big 3 wasn't in the game wasn't playing their game. Well, you're right. You're, and, you're right about and that. And that didn't matter. That doesn't seem to matter when the same thing happens for the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat had one of their big 3 not playing well. Somebody else just Well, first of all, Bosch the never other played. Two just first played of all, Bosch
1: never played well. He played like one good game, half of a half. Um, D Wade had two good games. The rest of it is the fact that LeBron dribbles in and kicks out the three-point shooters that hit the shots. That's what they did. Danny Green broke the record. Fucking, uh, I just forgot that other cat's name. Um, he was hitting shots constantly on a regular basis, and it, it just it just wasn't the same kind of vibe. LeBron does make that happen, even though I don't I don't really think he makes his teammates better. I really don't. I, you don't what, think what Jordan he does makes
0: his teammates that
1: Absolutely not. If they did, they wouldn't go to Game Seven three times in a playoff series. Who does that? Who does that? They compare him to Jordan. Jordan didn't do that. Jordan doesn't know what a Game Seven is. He does not, and all he did was make his team better, continually. Well, Wade's guess, done. I, Wade is done. D Wade's yeah. done. He's going to retire soon. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't he's going to retire soon. That. I think he's going to retire think.
0: soon. I think he's still got some years left in him. But I think he's still...
1: A few years, he barely did anything in the playoffs. He was, he's hurt, he goes to the rim, he gets knocked down. That's what he does. More than anything, more than anything. That series, what it speaks to me is about fundamentals, game six, missed rebounds, missed free throws, and I feel terrible for Leonard. That, that kid played a great series d would up LeBron incredibly, was averaging 16 to 18 points a game, 8 to 10 rebounds, probably more. I don't have the stat in front of me because I'm not the four-letter network. And he was dishing out stuff all the time. Like, that's what it comes down to. It's game six, fundamentals done. It showed what was wrong with Miami and why they will not be the top team in the East next year. They will not and, be.
0: Well, and without Ray Allen's, without without Ray Allen's, you know, clutch... Three-pointer at the end of game six. We're not even talking about it. We're talking about how great Tim Duncan is, and we're talking about
1: how not awesome LeBron is. And and go back and look at it. You can YouTube it. Remember that? You guys remember that? You listen to this. That three-point shot that LeBron took that hit off the backboard where he didn't even hit the rim, and then the ball bounced around, and he got the kick out. His fucking foot was on the three-point line. That shot should not have been a three. There was a lot wrong in those last minute and a half time there besides Ginobili handing the ball going to the corner and throwing it back like he's a little <laughs> kid playing soccer and shit. What the <laughs> fuck was that about? lost the it. fucking he, game. He's, he can't help it. He's from Argentina. Ah, <laughs> soccer players. I know. But <laughs> fuck that. That game was lost. That series was lost. It's why he it was not won. It was ground. not won. That's all I have to say about this. That's it, all I have to say about this.
0: We're moving on. We're moving on. Gonzo's super heated so we're going to move on <laughs> to our next... I'm all right. Next write. topic. We, mm. don't, we don't want to get him too heated. I got a car bomb here. I'm going to do a.
1: Let him do the car bomb. You want to hear me do a combo? Yeah. Those were words. Oh, it tastes terrible. Hold on. I'm not going to do that right now. Yeah. tastes terrible. But now, let's just get to what we're really talking about here. And I'm going to talk about the Denver Broncos. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no.
0: You can't just skip over us. Oh,
1: I'm talking about got.
0: We got. We got the fastball you got a fast oh, ball coming your way. I want to talk about the Denver Broncos. Let's yeah, do the fastball. Gotta, Let's do the fastball. fastball. Let's do we it. Fastball. Let's do it. Fastball question for you. Is Romo, this is all you, Romo championship quarterback, yes, I, no, and why?
1: Absolutely not. He has not shown it to me. Um, the guy fails in a regular basis as far as playoffs go. Um, besides dropping an extra point, what, six years ago, five, six years ago when that happened? The miss snap. The miss snap. He's holding the extra point and drops it, and blames it on the ball. Um, I'm thankful that he got to eat his pussy. That's that's awesome. Like way to go, dude. Everybody wants to do that. You know, the tuna of the sea. I'm down with that shit. But I mean, honestly, is he really worth the amount of money that they gave him? No. I mean, he's so he wasn't he wasn't worthy of his contract extension. How, why why would anyone give him that amount of money? No one gave Flacco that amount of money three years ago. He got his huge ridiculous contract because he won a Super Bowl because mm-hmm. he can throw the ball because he is a champion quarterback. just watch. Apparently now, now he is. Now he is.
0: We're getting to that.
1: We're we're totally. Want to jump
0: that. into that? Let's but, jump into that. But
1: but, but no no I want to finish the <laughs> Romo talk. I want to finish the Romo talk. He has incredible stats during the season, but. He goes up and down. He's like a roller coaster. He is like the best roller coaster you've ever ridden on, Jessica. He does up and down like a motherfucker. Really good games. Pff, terribly awful games. 13 for 27, four picks. That happened twice last year. But also happened 24 for 38. 400 plus yards, three touchdowns. Jason Witten making catches. Des Bryant decides not to beat his mom up that time and to, and catches touchdowns. You know it, it does happen, but as far as consistency goes, absolutely not. He's not a top five quarterback. He's a he's a second tier at best, at best. And I would put Flacco ahead of him. I would put. Let's see who else. Even even the way that Drew Brees played last year, like they're not in the same. With they're not at all. They're not. I I don't know. He's he's like a Matt Castle. With a little bit better panache, if you panache. want to use that word. Panache. Because I, I don't believe it. Absolutely not. Romo has. What, what has he done with the Cowboys? What has he done with the Cowboys? I fucking hate the Cowboys. But I understand when they're good, and they're not. He has talent, he has lines, he has coaches, he has everyone expecting that to be a good team, and they're not. They're not. And they won't be as long as he's there. They're not going to win playoff games. They're not going to the NFC Championship game. They're not going to win a Super Bowl with Tony Romo at quarterback. I'd, I'd package him up, ship him out to Miami because Miami wants quarterbacks. They'll do it. They'll do it. Fuck Tannehill. They don't give a fuck about him. They will take Romo in a second, and then you're good. Get that draft pick. Wait for the next draft that's coming up to pick a good quarterback because it wasn't this year, and it's probably not next year. But you have to wait if you want a draft or go into free agency. Do what other teams have done. You can't do what the Broncos do, because we got lucky. We have John Elway. You guys have Jerry fucking Jones. He's like Satan with a suit and a twang in his fucking voice. There is nothing there. Nothing there. The guy cannot make it happen. The best tight end in football, he can't do it. Absolutely not. Awesome running back. Come on, dude. That kid is studs. He is tits. Like, tits with fucking nipples on, man. And he he can't do it. It's not happening. It's not happening.
0: Well, let's get back to your next favorite topic of ever all-time leading right here. Let's talk about uh, Denver Broncos, Baltimore Ravens. All I can say is fuck. <laughs> That's, you know what? I'm, I'm pretty sure fucking uh, fucking fuck cold were uttered a lot that day.
1: I've never been so cold and more dumbfounded in my whole life, watching a sports spectacle thing happen. But who do you blame it on? And and I really would expect you, being the fan that you are, to not blame it on an
0: individual player or an individual play. You know, not not one any one play in a game can. can I mean, you know, there's you could you could just as easily blame Peyton Manning as you could uh, Champ, you, Champ Raheem Raheem. I mean, you could you just as easily the blame them. Now, I mean, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, look at how old Champ is! Look how old Champ is!" Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even realize this. I'm looking at it right now. Torrey Smith, the guy that was burning Champ up and just torching him, was only three receptions for 98 yards, mm-hmm. and two of those receptions were touchdowns. For 40. One plus of them yards. was one was what one of them was a ridiculous behind the back falling over amazing catch. The first was one was not. A, the was first one was
1: just a he dropped back and threw the ball as far as he could. I remember sitting there with my buddy Jay. And the ball went up, and it was we were up top, and it went higher than we were. Like, no way. Oh yeah, it's gonna get cut. Perfectly thrown in stride, ball. Burton Champ Bailey. That happens though. I mean, what did that? What did that really say to anybody that follows football? Give Champ Bailey a safety to help him. That's about it. Maybe that changes the game. I don't know, but maybe it does. After, and then let's continue on. Let's talk about the the pick six that that Manning threw in the first quarter. That was pass interference. That was. They that cleaned was They cleaned up Stokely. Like went right through him before the ball got there. Then boom. Absolutely. Touchdown. Absolutely.
0: Changes the whole spectrum of the game. I mean that we're not even ta- we're talking about them trying to come back from a two touchdown deficit mm-hmm. at this before point. Before Raheem Moore's bitch ass even comes into the
1: fucking conversation.
0: I mean, Mr. You can, can't catch a ball, man can't tip a ball. I don't know how to jump. <laughs> well, you know, even even then it was still up to the defense to finish it off. They still had to Oh, look at that play. You know, Go back just... and look at that play again.
1: Look at that play. Dumerville almost sacked him. Almost sacked him. Von Miller. Dumerville almost. was around
0: his ankles all Whoa. day. didn't bother. Oh, he
1: was the whole time. Miller was, was like, not as big as my dick, but almost close to hitting the ball. <laughs> it was that close to knocking that ball down. And then Raheem Moore has, like, what you do since you're nine years old playing safety. Drill. Catch the ball. Did like a,
0: a kid with no nubs. Does it make make more jump. sense to just knock him down? Let him catch it, knock him down. Live to play another play. Afterwards, the
1: afterwards it does. Afterwards it does, but at that point I'm thinking pick the ball off because I've seen plenty of games where that happens, where they throw that ball and it comes <laughs> down and you catch it. Game's over. You know, make the big play. Make the big play. But afterwards, afterwards, go to the overtime. Go to the overtime. I'm not even worried about Taking the knee, wasting the timeouts, I'm not worried about that. I've the, heard, that
0: doesn't bother you? No,
1: you it know, never, Peyton, did. Peyton it never did. Peyton Manning's your quarterback. You know what else? Yeah, two timeouts. You know what else? Peyton Manning's my quarterback in overtime, too. And if you've been in that stadium and heard how that stadium deflated, how everybody was just like, and the team was like, and the Ravens were hopping around like they won the fucking Super Bowl at that time, I understand gathering the team back together and saying, you know what? We still have Peyton Manning. We can still make this happen. We don't have to do this right now. Even if they score a touchdown, I believe that our offense can move the ball. But you know what Peyton did after they went back and forth twice a piece? He threw a pick. He went he across did. his body and threw a pick that a quarterback in, like, sophomore high school would throw. Running to the right, throwing it over to the left. Over the middle, getting picked up. Right when he threw it, he knew it was picked. My boy Jay knew it was picked. I knew it was picked. That was done. That was the end of the game. As bad as they played, as many mistakes were made by the Broncos and I, and I think about that. The mistakes weren't made by the by the Ravens. They didn't make them. They just capitalized on the mistakes that we made. They didn't they didn't do the same shit.
0: We did it. That was not well, we lost some, that game. We lost have, that game. I haven't heard anybody We heard lost about. that game. The 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 time of possession is 36 36 for the Ravens, 40 06 for the Broncos. Yeah. Which means Peyton Manning spent an extra eight minutes more on the field than... And that's game time. That's game time minutes. That's game time. And it was also you negative have seven degrees. You have My beer froze. Who, My beer was frozen. You have a quarterback whose who's arm and nerve you were worried about getting cold. Did it make more sense? They were running a no huddle, but they weren't running a hurry-up offense. Does a mo- we ran Broncos, a lazy. Do the no Broncos huddle. do the Broncos run a, have stand a better chance of winning this game because they run they run the they run a no huddle hurry up offense. They keep Peyton Manning in a jacket. They keep Joe Flacco. I don't and, disagree with that. I've always kind of the thought Ravens about that too. On the, nope. on, the, on the on the on the field.
1: I, I think that like, instead of just doing the no huddle, to do the hurry up would have been advantageous. Absolutely. Because everyone was cold. It was fucking freezing balls. It it would have been a good thing to do. To just just run the same hurry-up deal that we have done. The way that when the Atlanta game hit, when we were done, we still lost that game, but we came back. We were right there to win that game.
0: And you saw... Week three. We were there for that
1: one. Week two.
0: You have an eight-minute differential, and that's game time minutes. So you know that that means Peyton Manning probably spent an extra half hour with timeouts... And stoppage of play, incomplete passes, that sort of thing. You know, Peyton Manning spent at least a half hour, forty minutes longer on that field. Could be. And he and Joe Flacco is a half hour, forty minutes warmer on the sideline, fresher on the sideline.
1: Have you been in that situation? Because I think actually, like standing on the sideline, I went outside. I went outside. I went. Standing sucks. Standing around. Is not good in a situation like that. Moving is better. So I don't I don't necessarily agree with that point of it. But well, being if you out have there running around heavy, is a better deal.
0: If you have a big old heavy jacket and you can sit on a nice hot bench, I think that's a lot better than I mean Peyton Manning doesn't move a lot. He's not a mobile quarterback. Neither He's is Flacco. Flacco stands and more than Peyton Manning does. At the and at the end of the day it was Flacco who was still able to make the passes into the into the overtimes. But yeah, I mean there's
1: there's there's that fucking pass. There's that, that overtime interception. There really is. And and I think about that when they talk about Peyton Manning's stats as far as winning playoff games. He's, he's 9-11. He's had several one-and-outs. Um, Flacco's won playoff games on the road, but Flacco had an incredible defense all the time. He always did. He always did. Manning never did. I mean, this is the first time he's really played with a stellar defense that...
0: The first time he played with an entire up. team that didn't show up. I mean, the only time, they only fucked thing, up that game. the only thing Manning's ever the played whole with team fucked that game. Is up. receiver, one, one or two, top end receivers for a top end center, and most of the time, top five, seven, top seven running back mm-hmm. in the NFL. I mean, that's all he's Usually. ever had to work with. It was never but really. I you're mean, in. You're in. Out. They talk you're about in, Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders got
1: an NFL player, a defensive player of the year one time. One I mean, time. He done and 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 shit and since. And
0: then all he ever has done is injured his shoulder over and over and over again. He doesn't have any more ligaments in there. Well, okay. This
1: this is this is where I come down to with this. Do we do we cancel it out? Do we think that that was a fluke? Do we expect this Bronco team to be better this year? Do we expect the Baltimore team to be worse this year?
0: I absolutely expect the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos got better in the offseason. The, the Baltimore Ravens, all they added was Elvis Dumerville.
1: And lost. They lost players. They, they lost, lost everybody. everybody. They
0: lost Ray Lewis. That is mean, they huge. lost. They lost the core of their defense. And they lost more than just those guys. I mean, they, they yeah. lost a lot. They lost, I believe, just in the offseason, free agency. They had gotten rid of... Close to 14 players mm-hmm. that were on that Super Bowl team. There's several key other players.
1: key players that start on defense are playing in other places. Offensively, it's changed quite a bit. I expect the Broncos to be the number one team. I expect the, the Ravens to falter. They're not going to win that division. I really don't believe they win that division. Who wins that division next year? Pittsburgh. Really? You yep. don't
0: think Cincinnati's going to take that? No, uh, I don't. Are you serious? I,
1: I I don't see it. I don't see Cincinnati taking that division. Uh, I think I think Cincinnati's gotten why? better. Give me give their me a defense, reason why.
0: Their defense has gotten better. Okay. And how is has how the Steelers gotten better? Steelers have lost. You know you the know have lost. The Steelers have lost the same key pieces. The only thing they have on their defense now is Troy Polamalu, an older Troy Polamalu. Okay. You
1: you know why? You know why? Because the Steelers defense always maintains. Since you've been alive, since you've watched. Whatever they lose, they just re-institute different people to play those positions. They've always done that. That's why. And the reason I don't hit the Bengals is because they never do that. This could be a changing of the guard. I don't disagree with you on that. But to tell me that I would just pick the Bengals is way out of my character. I mean, I like Dalton. I like A.J. Green. I'm, I'm down with their offense. I like what they're doing over there. I like Pettigrew. I like what they're doing. Defensively, obviously, they made strides. But to go in and be that kind of team, that's a big step to go and knock out those guys. And no matter what the Steelers lost, no matter what they didn't do, they do have a quarterback who I hate, who makes shit happen. They have a running game that's always been there. And no matter who they've lost, historically, especially since Dick LeBeau has been there, they mm-hmm. replace defensive players. They always do. So I will take the Steelers over any of those teams right now. And this is this is way before. We're, we're about... Two weeks outside of the training camp, ladies and gentlemen. So, this is all speculation. I would take the Steelers over any of them. I really would. I, I don't see the Baltimore Ravens offense being explosive. It's not. It never was. Their defense has suffered. Flacco's not worth the amount of money that they gave him. I think we all agree on that. Um, I'm glad he won a Super Bowl. Doug, you think that? I'm busy playing solitaire, sorry. That's my boy. That's my boy. So, I, I just don't <laughs> think that. That Flacco is is the catalyst to win that shit. I really don't. I'm, I'm down with. I hate the Steelers, but they will win that division. I really believe that.
0: I think that's going to be a bloody division. I think at the end of the season, I think the Cincinnati Bengals are gonna. I think Andy Dalton in his third year is gonna look. I like Dalton. Dalton and Green are gonna look amazing. You just. I, I think. Like I think. I think. Take a step back and watch, and I think. Just take it take a second to realize that I know it's Cincinnati and Ohio sucks. Sorry. And Cincinnati Sorry. sucks. Sorry, Ohio.
1: Cincinnati as a football team, like, come on. What what the fuck have they ever done? Lose to the 49ers? Lose to the 49ers pretty badly. Boomer? The Icky Shuffle Dro- was was lame. The Icky Shuffle was so lame. I mean, like, come on. Like I really I'm I'm waiting. I I would much rather put my my faith in a football team like the Steelers than a team like the Bengals and just just history and and Dick LeBeau that defense will get back to what they're doing they draft well they always have they draft great they really do and I'll also tell you one thing just Mike Williams sucked I don't give a fuck about that shit I don't care (laughs) guy runs deep fucking jerk off that's all he can do he can't fucking run a slant can't run a hook can't do none of that shit so I don't care go Broncos
0: Go Broncos, dude. That was that was um, a rant and a half. <laughs> Couldn't We're hardly about talk about the Broncos game because uh, I think everybody <laughs> watched it and I'm pretty sure everybody thought the same thing.
1: All I remember is walking out what of that stadium. Fuck? I was laughing. And I was with Jay. And our boy Jay. And this lady's like, why are you laughing? Because like, I'm about to kill all of you people if you don't get out of my way. I'm laughing. <laughs> because that sucked and my feet hurt. And if I don't start walking, they're going to fall off because it's negative 7 degrees and my beer is frozen. I'm not even drunk. It was my birthday. It sucked. I went back to Ryan's house right here, drank a <laughs> bottle of Tullamore Dew by myself, sang fucking Tool songs all the way back out to Parker. It was good times. It was good times. Fuck you guys. We're about to wrap this shit up. What you got, Ryan?
0: Uh, We got the seventh inning wretch, but it sounds <laughs> like you sort of uh, <laughs> spent our whole last topic going out on it. I didn't mean to. And you don't have to. That's fine. You know what? And that's cool too. Should hurt my feelings. You got that's a dugout? You got a dugout going? I got some dugout questions. Let me let me hit some let me hit some buttons here. The dugout is
1: for Thanks. our good friend Doug who is a sports aficionado. And we want to rapid fire questions to Doug.
0: I'd like to mention Hello. I'd like to mention we do have sponsors. Alright? We do. Yeah, oh we do, Doug. We do have sponsors. Today's sponsor brought uh, dugout is brought to you by Trying Hard. Fucking try hard and then try harder. And Sailor Jerry, because fuck them. That's why. Because they drink it, but they don't pay me to drink it. Wired.
1: Or whatever. You do your first. You do your first dugout. I'm gonna go I'm gonna first, out there. My first. My first
0: dugout. Okay. Okay. Hold on. We got a dugout question. I'm gonna do mine one first. Two years. Christian Leitner or FloJo? Ooh, one was Correct. Batman and one's a woman's okay. menstrual cycle. Correct answer.
1: You ready? I'll, I'll go. I'll go again. I'll go again. You got a man on third. Do you do the double steal? Uh, who's on first? Exactly. Your turn.
0: Chris Davis hit his thirty-fifth.
1: Yeah, but he also hit Rihanna. Home run. <laughs> and
0: then won a Grammy. Home run.
1: Bottom of the ninth. Go for two. Uh, tear up the back green. No, bottom nine. Bottom nine. Word. Word. Is this shootout? A good idea for basketball. Unless you're playing at O.K. Corral. Dude, I was
0: expecting a much better answer than that, but he didn't do it. Uh, in Tim, the butt. Tim, Tim Tebow's a Patriot. What position is he playing? Uh, missionary. Missionary. Very good. He was a really good missionary. He helped people. Much more than he played quarterback. Uh so the Broncos had a couple of uh, execs arrested for uh, some rigging and driving stuff. Um, should the penalty be for them? What is their what is their fate? Um I don't know, make them work for the Broncos some more. Is the DH good for cricket? Uh you gotta what a crump it is to play cricket. Totally. Derek Jeter hurt his quad again. Big deal, no. Uh, maybe I'll have the time to
1: be in other guys too. Bottom of the ninth. Go for two. In the butt.
0: Oh wow, that was racist. I think I think we should <laughs> end it there. I think we should we should say thank you to Doug for for recording our podcast here. And I would up. say thank you to Doug. I would I
1: would thank you, Doug. I'd like to thank you, Doug. I'd say to tune in next week. I'm very thankful for myself. Our top five. Top five football criminals.
0: Top five football criminals. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to come convicted.
1: Convicted criminals, not not. I think convicted I think,
0: I think in honor of Timothy Tebow, in honor of Timothy Tebow. Timothy. It would be top 15s. Top five 15s. Oh, that's a lot of guys to look up. That is a lot of guys to look up. I'm going to be doing a lot but of But I got search. a great top five.
1: Why are you such a dick? Why are you going to come out fifteen? Great 15s. Yeah, you're (laughs) a (laughs) 15.
0: Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and
1: banjo!